on this week's episode of Arisen, we wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas and give you a short message to be able to just encourage you this holiday season. Emily and I are so thankful for each one of you, and we hope that wherever you are, with your biological family, with your chosen family, that you know how much we care about you, and we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Well, welcome back to our Christmas episode for Arisen. Um, I'm joined by Emily Williams. Emily, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Love this time of year. And we're sitting here and we're going to go ahead and read a scripture passage. This is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. And this passage uses imagery of light and darkness to talk a little bit about some very appropriate things, but it's been used inappropriately in American Christianity. Uh, Oftentimes when darkness and light has been used, it's been used to put down people of color um, and lift up white Christians in particular. And that's not the author's intention. So we're going to take some liberties with the scripture and we're not going to use light and darkness, but I did want to name that those are the reasons why we're, we're going to change it. And we're going to... Just in case you're looking and you want to read along, you go, wait a minute, it doesn't say hope and love and despair, um, because these images have been abused uh, by Christians in the past. And so we didn't want to play into that. And so with that being said, Emily, will you please read Isaiah 9, 2 through 7, the Arise translation. Arise translation. The people who walked in great despair have seen a great hope. Those who lived in a land of deep loneliness, on them love has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor you have broken as on the day of Midian." For all the boots of the trampling of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For unto us a child, for a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rested upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. So with that, I'm going to give Drew um, the first thoughts to get this conversation going. Yeah, I think in our society, there's still this sense of despair and loneliness, even though we're on maybe the other side of of the pandemic. Um, But all these feelings of loneliness and hopelessness and doubt and questions and feeling isolated, I think have only continued to happen. And so at a time of Advent, which is the season before Christmas, we acknowledge waiting and it's not just waiting for Christmas to come. It's not just the countdown, but instead it's waiting for God to finally come fully into God's kingdom 
and the family of God, those of us who um, are a part of that, to really be able to experience the things that we talk about at Arise all the time, the hope and the love of, of God, the teachings of Jesus Christ that don't judge and put out others, but instead welcome all in to the family of God. And so we long for that when these images of hopelessness or oppression are finally put away. They're no longer our reality, but instead God's kingdom really comes into its own. Uh, so that really jumps out to me. What jumps out to you, Emily? Well, I think it's really interesting that, um, you know, we chose the word loneliness and, um, you know, this is a time of the semester. It's, well, recently um, we have had our sort of like uh, end of the semester, all of those things. And one of the biggest things that we do during those events is reflection. Um, what sticks out to you this year? What are you proud of about this semester? What do you want to name as a grace of God? And over and over and over again, I have heard you all students say something around the lines of, I'm really glad that I'm in community. Be and it's often followed by something like, and last year at this time, I, you know, last year at this time, it was December of 2020, pre-vaccine, just not, just, just a really hard time. And to think that like this, this year we had, you know, we are just like dragging chairs from other rooms for our Christmas party. I mean, um, that community that we have to me is just hope and is students experiencing love. And so one of the things that, you know, when I say like you all experiencing love and one of the things that I, I want to name is just, I feel like in this year, I have heard you students name that you have experienced this hope and this love and sometimes it's really easy to just sort of let that pass us by. But then when we read a passage like this, it's like, wait, I do know this. This is true. This is the Holy Spirit working in my life, having worked in the community of Arise this fall. And so just being able to name that is something that really, just knowing that we can actually witness to this love and this this hope in, in the midst of despair and loneliness. Yes, and the ways in which you all have ministered and cared for one another, I think, have just been incredible. We've heard stories of conversations that you've had with someone that has just brightened their day. And and so it really is about community. It's not, as Emily named and as you all have named, it's not just about what Emily does or what Drew does, but it's really about forming a community, caring for one another, laughing with one another enjoying one another's company, sometimes putting up with one another. That's part of community too. It's not always always the easiest thing, but it's about really being connected and family. And so we, we actually went to an Italian restaurant um, and I wanted to make the joke, but you know, I'm old and I didn't want to make another dad joke. I'd already done several of those, but I wanted to be like, wow, it feels like Red Olive Garden because we're all family here. Oh, is that the, is that the, the slogan? That is the slogan. That can't is the say slogan. I have the Olive Garden slogan memorized. No. Yeah, this is part of being old is you go to Olive Garden at times. So, but I do want to just be like, you all are making this. You're making a difference. You're making a difference for students that 
come to Arise once and decide that it's not the right place for them. We hear that it's still people go, it's just not the right place for me. But y'all are so nice. <laughs> we hear from one another about how you have experienced love, that you stand up for one another, that you have decided at times to stand, make a stand and say that we're leaving this other group because they're not doing what we think Jesus wants you to do. And so in some ways you're breaking those yokes of oppression that's being called here as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's beautiful. I think it's beautiful the ways in which we are able to come together, that we serve one another, that we love one another, and that we're really living out this idea of God's kingdom. Yeah, there's, um, you know, there's so many stories that stick out to me this year of just those moments of hope. Um, and there's two specifically. The one that I want to name that um, I just want to offer is, um, you know, as I've shared with absolutely everyone who will listen, I'm almost like very close to being ordained. And so I've been able to share that with you students um, really in the last couple of weeks. And one of the moments that really sticks out to me is, you know, in our, in our Thursday group, we have our planners and we eat cookies and we reflect on our week. And we kind of, um, this sort of is like this big pep rally for the week ahead where everyone just sort of supports each other and creates space for one another. And as always, you know, I, I all of the groups do this, but everyone is v- consistently ask me how I'm doing. And, um, And one of the days I said, you know, I have a big exam tomorrow, just like you all. I have a huge exam tomorrow. And I saw one of you on your planners write Emily's ordination exam on on your planner. And um, that is something that has been just the, the hope amidst loneliness is something that you all truly embody just beyond even your own your own groups and. I'm speaking for everyone who has ever encountered the love that is in this community. It sticks with you. That is a very, that was just such a, you know, it was just a small moment. I think I pointed out, I think I I probably made a big scene. I was like, oh, that's, that's so nice of you. But it was just this very small thing. And so that's a story um, about myself, but I also want to name you know, occasionally Drew and I will um, connect with local church leaders who very much care for students and, um, for, for their students. And we were connecting with one and just, you know, the, the church leader was just, you know, had, had kind of lost contact with a student and was curious, you know, are they, what's going on? How are they doing? And as Drew and I responded, well, the student is um, doing great actually, and um, is thriving and just kind of naming um, all that they bring to arise this church leader, um, tears began falling from their eyes. And in that moment, I knew I, we were in a moment um, of the hope of Christ that we just read about today. The hope that meets us in loneliness, in uncertainty, and in often despair, that hope meeting someone. You are a part of that. You are a part of, you're, you're both receiving the hope of Christ, and also you are part of of allowing someone else to experience that too. Yeah. And it really does take a whole community as you just named Emily, whether it is church leaders or board members or volunteers who help us behind the scenes, student leaders and students and friends and everyone who comes together to really make sure that a rise works. They care about you. 
they, they're not doing this for Emily and I. They're doing this because of their love for you. And you probably will not meet them all. But there is this hope that they have that they want to give to you because of who they are in Jesus. And I wanted just to move to closing thoughts, if that's okay, Emily. The, the, my closing thought is, for some of you, this holiday break is not going to be a joyous time. It's going to be a stressful time. It's going to be a hard time. Some of you may be going home. Some of you may not. And I want to just acknowledge that still realize a rise is this community for you, that there's still space for you. If you start feeling lonely, if you start feeling like you're despairing, like you're just having a bad day, feel free to reach out to Emily or I or, or one another. Don't just sit in that. Realize that the love of God continues whether you are at George Mason or not in this community will continue for you, whether you are at school, uh, off campus, graduating, um, taking a little break from school. We want to continue to have you be a part of our community and love you as best as we can, because that's what Jesus does. And that's what this passage talks about. And we long for the day when those feelings aren't a part of our experience. But instead, when, when Jesus comes back with all the love, with all the peace, having justice and righteousness here on this earth. Um, and that's just what I would leave us with is we're so thankful for you and know that, that we're here for you if you need us. Yeah, I, I echo that. And, you know, just as we are here, I would remind you all, this is the season where we recognize that God is near and we name that God is with us. As we are near, I want to leave you also with the encouragement um, that God, God is near to you. Yes, absolutely. Well, and if you have someone who's never even been to Arise but needs a little booster this holiday season, uh, no matter their faith tradition, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. And so don't hesitate to share that information. Don't hesitate to reach out. We do take a little bit of time off so we don't get back to you right away. Um, it's We will. But please know that you are loved, that you are cared for, and that we really appreciate you. If you want to find out more about Arise Campus Ministry, you can find us on Instagram at AriseGMU. You can also visit our website, AriseGMU.org. With that being said, thank you again, Emily, for participating this semester in our podcast. And thank you to each one of you for listening. And we will see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.